Hey y'all, it's your girl London, and you're listening to London on the Beat Speaks. And um, I hope that y'all have been enjoying the past couple of episodes. Um, how are y'all doing today? I want to know um, what are your what is your high for today? Um, my high for today is probably. Um, I guess me getting my groceries and I'm going back to a cleaner diet, which could, which is only hard when your meals are not already prepped. So I'm also going back to meal prepping. So that's my high for the, um, for the week or whatever. Um, and... I want to know what's going on with y'all. Again, you guys can send me a voice message or you can follow me at London on the Beat Speaks on Instagram and y'all can let me know in the comments over there. Or if you're on Spotify, you can do a poll. Okay, moving on to the current event. So the first current event that I have is... Judge gives Thomas Lane three years for aiding, I'm sorry, manslaughter. And he will only serve concurrently with a 2.5-year federal sentence. So those of you who don't know who that is, that is the guy who was involved in the 2020 murder of George Floyd. Um, He is the officer who pinned George's legs to the ground. Um, and he's basically they're saying he aided into that. Um, and he's only getting that small amount, and it's so crazy to me. And it's really just f- fucked up because usually I'm reading it right now, the article. Um, and it literally says like a conviction a conviction for unintentional murder carried a mandatory 12 year sentence but he's only doing three years um and it's saying if he receives credit for good behavior on, on easy charges he's likely to get out earlier than that um really my opinion on that is that this world that we're living in like let's not be naive it's not about oh we're being negative about anything this world does not like black people it was never made for black people they feel like they are superior than us when really they're not and i just wish like we could stick together and be together on a lot of things because i feel like we actually could make a change. Um, it's just crazy. Like it's 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 messed up. I honestly definitely feel a way about it. Um, if that was a black man, and it's like we always say, like, oh, if that was a black man, then this one have, you know, and but it's true though. It's like we're not just saying it just to be saying it. It's we're literally showing proof that. If this was a black man doing this to a white man, then um, 
he would have got way more than two uh 2.5 years worth of feds three years or whatever like that and then if the regular person quote-unquote regular if it if it's usually some people usually get 12 years for an accident death then how come he's not getting it like i don't really know the ins and out of that it's just really messed up and so then on the next topic, I only have two topics because guess what? I have a special guest. I didn't see y'all in the beginning, but we'll get to that. Um, the next topic I have for the current events is a Ohio man pretending to be an African prince. He's convicted of scamming people out of $800,000. Daryl Robert Harrison, that's his name. He was convicted by a jury last week for scamming 14, 14 people for more than eight hundred thousand dollars according to the justice department the 40 year old told people he was a ghanaian prince and his and he went by prince daryl r atopo and or prophet daryl r it might be a tp actually a tipo him and his stepfather oh my god are both already trial and they convinced people that they were ministers with power of prayer ministries and I got this from CNN. CNN is re- saying that the group is financially supported religious religious services in various church facilities and private residents in Colorado and Ohio. Y'all. He said he had connections to mining and trucking companies in Africa. He also told the investors that they receive they will receive up to thirty three percent on the investment with their companies. And so what happened was <laughs> he failed to provide investors with interest payments, routinely terminated all communications with them after he got their money. He ignored individual investor inquiries and demands from investors seeking the return of the investment money. Ooh, y'all. I cannot. It's a day we're renting luxury cars, renting a house. Um, they've been scamming people for a long time. It says his sentencing is later this year and he faces up to 20 years. And it's just like, where, like, why are y'all, why are people investing into something and they don't have no proof of anything? Like, it's a lot of stuff that do. Like, a lot of people seem like they get scammed and they don't have no proof of anything. This is my thing. When you do a business plan and you want people to invest in your business, you have to do a business plan. You have to show proof or you got to, like, you got to have something that's backing you up. Why are they not? Why are they just believing this man? Because he came from Africa. Like, let's be for real. Like that's so crazy. Um, and I, I seen on YouTube that he um on the Breakfast Club, Charlemagne the guy gave him Dunky of the day. I had seen his picture, but I ain't really looked too much. I didn't listen to what they were saying. I wanted to read up on my own and now I see why they gave him Dunky of the day, but shit. They need to get the people who he skinned Dunky of the day. That's crazy. Hey, y'all. So we are at our next segment, which is our pop culture segment. And we are going to do a trending topic. I have my cousin on here, Nisha. And you can say, hey, girl. Hey, y'all. 
Um, she has a podcast. I don't know if I told y'all about it. If y'all follow me, then y'all know that I posted it. Um, so can you like, if you want to, you can tell them a little bit about yours. I kind of like when they, when the guests like, you know. Okay. Um, well, hey everybody. My name is Danisha, um, better known as Nisha. I have my own podcast. It's called Queen's Corner. I am on all platforms, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts. I was going to say Facebook, but they took it off of there. <laughs> they just didn't do it with no warning, though. You're right, like with no warning. Anyways, um, but yeah, I, anywhere you listen to your podcast, I'm pretty much on there, Google, wherever. Um, we talk about self-love, healing from things. Um, and I love to just have a good time. One of my specialties is making people laugh and just having a good time, period. So come on over to Queen's Corner on Tuesdays. And I just want to say, like, something that I really like about your podcast is, like, especially, like, when you have guests on there, you uh-huh. kind of, like, it's like you and your friends talking. Like, you know, yeah. like, nobody in the room. Like, it's just, like, y'all having a conversation. So I really like that. And Thank then you. Also, I want to say, um, I, I want to say I think I said this on my first one. But this is, y'all, this is my cousin who I told y'all, like, that inspired me to do it. Like, I've been wanting to do it for a long time. But I know I mentioned, like, I didn't think that I could do it by myself. I thought that I needed, like, a co-host. But when I heard her and I'm like, she don't have by herself. It makes sense. <laughs> like, it's it's not like, I, you know what I'm saying, like, weird or anything like that. So I'm like, I'm sitting up here waiting, 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 having people who saying they're going to be a co-host flaking. When I could have just did it by myself. And what you know? So I'm just like, okay, cool. So yeah, y'all. So this is my cousin that like basically gave me that push to do it. So y'all. And I'm glad to do it. I, I am, And that's one thing about me is I'm a pusher. If I see potential in something or somebody, I'm going to push for it to go forward. So I'm glad that I was able to push you and... It's a great show. Thank you. I enjoy it. I listen to it faithfully every Friday. Thank you. I was looking on the insider.com and it has said like 16 things every oldest sibling knows to be true. So I'm going to like name some of the stuff and then we can say like, okay, yeah, this is true for me. Um, So the first thing it said was you always been expected to be the responsible one. Yeah. I say yeah for me, too. 100% yes. One thing that my mom has always instilled in me is you have to be responsible. Mm -hmm. Don't be irresponsible. Mm -hmm. That's literally been beaten into my head. So, 100% yes. Even now as an adult and my sisters are adults, too. You gotta watch (laughs) out for this. You gotta, I'm like... Girl, they grown. Like, of course, I want them to be good. I'm going to make sure they're good. But, like, okay, when is responsibility is over with? They grown now. When is mine over with with them? My sister, she's still 13, but she's getting there. Mm-hmm. And what, she's pretty responsible mm-hmm. as a kid. Um, So I don't think they're going to have a lot of, hey, you need to be responsible. Excuse me. Be responsible. Um. Because she kind of already has it, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, but yeah, I agree with that statement 100%. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it said you had to hide every single thing that you ever owned. Hide? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like, I feel like with me, it's kind of true. Because when I was younger, and um, me and my sisters are for like five and six years apart. When I was younger, I did feel like they always was getting into my stuff. Like, why do you have my stuff? Um, I wouldn't say for me, mm-hmm. physical things. I do withhold a lot of information, though. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't want to call it hiding. I just don't want people in my business yeah and when i say people i mean my parents love y'all but it's true like um okay i'll be vulnerable um i remember when i first started college i had opened up a a bank account Mm -hmm. and my dad was on there too so that he could put money in it it was chase so Mm -hmm. he could put money in and deposit everything he never did it girl but anywho (laughs) (laughs) um no, I'm just kidding. He definitely had, but not as often as we thought he was going to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still had the bank account as I'm getting a job and stuff like that. Now I would get these low balance alerts, and I would I had it set at like a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. right? But the low balance alerts would go to my phone and his phone since he was on the account. Mm-hmm. Every time he. I'll get a low balance alert. He will text me right after. Uh, what's going on with this? Mm-hmm. Why are you? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, Dad, you do understand that this is my bank account, right? Why? <laughs> like, it, you don't have to remind me that I have a low balance alert. Mm-hmm. I know. So, <laughs> yeah, I would say withholding information is definitely a thing for me. Mm-hmm. Only because I feel like my parents are like in a way overprotective yeah i uh, yeah definitely um it say you spent the first few years of their fi- of their life feeling incredibly jealous of them no i don't feel like i was ever jealous of my younger siblings jealous i would say a little bit mm-hmm. um because my when i was a kid uh, I, it was, I was by myself for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I got to enjoy basically the majority of my childhood with my parents alone. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, nah, I wasn't jealous. I was, it was a pretty good childhood for me. Nothing was t- taken from me. Mm-hmm. But in my adult life, um, I wouldn't necessarily call it jealousy, but it is, it's basically jealousy's cousin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my mom, like, you know how I was supposed to be having field days and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or like extracurricular activities. Like, my parents, and they did the best that they could with what they had. Um, but they weren't really that involved in like my extracurricular activities because they had to work and mm-hmm. things of that nature. But now, they are 110% in, like, my mom, she's re- heavily involved in the school with my sister, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, you didn't come to my field day? Right, yeah. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it kind of hurt me a little bit, because I'm just like, dang, I didn't get that, mm-hmm. but I'm happy that she got it. Yeah. So, like, that jealousy, 
turns into gratefulness. Yeah. Okay. At yeah. the end of the day, because I'm just like, okay, like I didn't have it, but I knew how I felt when that happened. When I saw all the other parents coming, mm-hmm. but now my sister has the parents coming, so I am happy about that. Yeah. So the next one say your parents were much more strict with you than they have been with your siblings. <laughs> I, yeah, I would say yeah. Like they get to do a whole bunch of stuff, and I be like, tell them I'm like, you ain't, you ain't let me do that. You ain't let me do that. You ain't let me do this. You ain't do that. Like what's why they why they get the special treatment? The world worse than it was back then. Like why are you so strict with me? I don't know. And I feel like for me, it's our age difference. Me and my sister, we are 10 years apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 24. She is 13. And, uh, well, I guess well, we're 10 and some change apart. Mm-hmm. And I straight up told my parents, y'all got lazy on the kid. <laughs> like, happy things because my sister, she got a mouth on her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very much smart mouth. And I'm like, yeah, after the things that I would have said, my glasses would have been on the floor or... Not on the floor. Something. Like, I, I, you wouldn't just let me get away with that, but... Barn? Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Chores? Where chores? Where? Where? Girl, she has one, but it ain't forced. But, mm-hmm. anywho. But I digress. Because me and my mama, we agree to disagree. She be like, she washed the dishes. I said, okay. And do you make her take off the, or not take off the bed, uh, the bed, but clean the bathroom? Mm-hmm. But people don't be on that. Okay. Um, so. We were washing dishes, cleaning the bathroom, cleaning the kitchen, sometimes the living room, our room. I got taught how to wash at a young age because she wanted me to help with whitewashing. Like, come hey, on. Uh, why are we living the same exact life? Like... And I do not remember my little sisters washing. The only thing that, that she probably asked them to do is put the wash the towels. And her excuse is, "Oh, everybody wash, everybody uses the towels, so you need to wash your towels." But I'm just seeing her like, "Okay, well, I wasn't wearing your clothes, but you was teaching me how to <laughs> clean your clothes, that clothes." Like what? Yeah. yeah, they don't do that. Yeah, and, like what are chores for the little siblings? I don't know what that is exactly. And I remember one time. <laughs> I remember one time I was uh, talking to my mom on the phone, and she answered it, but it sounded like there was a lot of commotion going on. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you washing dishes? You cooking? Like, what? And she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm washing the dishes right now. I said, you're what? <laughs> I, said, where is, I said, where is Kimaria? She was like, she's sitting on the couch. I almost hung up the phone. Okay, because you, you, what? Girl, I would have been washing dishes if that was me. Like, and don't get me wrong, my sister, she do some chores. Mm-hmm. But as far as my parents being less strict, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So the other one says, you become the one that go to when they're fighting with your parents. And that's true because it's, it's, let me tell me what your mama did. Let me tell you what your mama did. <laughs> like, it's always your mama. Your mama. Well, my situation is a little different. Like I said, my sister, she's 13. Mm-hmm. Um, so if she, and I don't live in the same city. Mm-hmm. So if she got something to tell me, she's going to have to wait. 
because her phone gets snatched. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. You into it. So her phone All right, go snatched. put that phone up on the dresser. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but have you ever had talks about our parents? Kind of. I would say yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not often because my sister, she likes to isolate herself. Mm-hmm. She's an Aries. So mm-hmm. when she's pissed off, just leave her alone until she cools off. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I don't and, know what yeah, this so movie is. Um, this one says, you're always struggling between being the cool older sibling or the boring parental figure. Uh, I don't really think that I struggle between that because I mean I at the, at one point in time I do feel like yeah I gotta be the oldest and I gotta be the parent figure but I'm just I will be that laid back parent like I feel like if I had kids I would be that laid back parent and if I feel like oh no you shouldn't do this then I'm gonna let you know but it's not bo- like boring so not like cool or boring like no I don't yeah just me. Um, <laughs> yes, I have. Um, because of the age difference. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's 10 years yeah. is a lot. And, and then it's like, yeah. now now that my sister are older, we're all grown. So it's 21, 22, 27. So even though it's far, but we all grown now. So it is really different. Yeah. We're in two completely different decades. Yeah. Um, but there were times where I had to be like, Mari, come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. You better than that. Come on. Just like how my mom and my dad would talk to me, mm-hmm. I was talking to her like, come on, babe. Other times, I, I, there has been some times where I'm like, girl, whatever. Like, especially now that I don't live there anymore, I'm really like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, girl, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Like, I definitely have had to be her parent in some aspects mm-hmm. because I'm younger and I get it. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that my parents that she talked to, to them about, they don't understand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've definitely had to play the parent role. <laughs> it says you feel protective over them in a way you don't feel over anyone else. Yes, I don't care how, <laughs> even if I met it at my sister. If anything happened to her, whether somebody said something to her at work or when, like when she was in school, girl, I'll be want to come up to the school so bad. Like who said it? Point yeah, me to them. Mary. Like I, I, I don't. I get real mad. Like don't play with my sisters for real. Yeah. Um. I actually asked my sister. I was like, "Do you think I'm spoil you? Do you? Like, saying? do you think that's what I do?" She was like, "Yes, very much." I said, "Girl, whatever." <laughs> um. But it's true, like, that is my little baby. Literally watched her grow up, and, yeah, like, that's my child. I don't care. I tell them that all the time, like, yeah, you may be my sister, but you're my child. Yeah. It's a... My trial child. It says (laughs) no one can make you feel old, but they also keep you in a no. I feel like I don't... Okay, so sometimes I might joke around and be like, oh, my God, y'all made me feel old, or I feel old. It's only because they keep me up to date with music because I don't be listening to new music like that. So they keep me up to date with music. So they keep me in the know with music. They keep me in the know with like certain fashion trends, especially like Crystal. Crystal has like, she goes with the trends. She likes certain trends and she goes with the trends. 
Kayla has her own style that kind of reminds me of like 90s, but kind of like updated 90s in a way. So she still like got a like good sense of fashion. She still dresses cute, but Crystal is like Tory Burch um slides <laughs> in, Balenciaga slides in, you oh, know, like yeah, Miss Miss Moneybag. So so like, <laughs> and she she'll save her money up for to get those pieces and stuff like that. So she's more in that type of aspect as to yeah. where Kayla she likes certain designer stuff, but it really be more so like maybe like a purse or maybe like like gym shoes or like whatever like that but when it comes to like clothes jeans it'll be like fashion over she like you know stuff like that and not saying that crystal don't shop there too but she just got a certain like shit that she like you know like she like that higher end stuff so like they both kind of put me on stuff like that and I and I don't, I don't think it makes me feel old old. It just made me feel like shit. I'm just in my own world in in Canada because I don't be paying yeah. attention to that stuff. Right. Um. I absolutely feel old. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um. Yeah. I and I think because if y'all if y'all know my sister. Y'all know she looks exactly like me. Yeah, I was. Your mama posted y'all. I was like, damn. <laughs> they look just alike. something it was like 94 and i was like i think 94 old and of course y'all think 95 old and i was just like damn y'all made me feel they made me feel really old at that school 
And it's like, I'm one of the youngest, like, staff there for y'all to be. So it's just, like, really crazy to me. Because I'm just like, how old do y'all think I am? And then, like, the little slick stuff they be trying to do. I be like, oh, been there, done that. Like... So oh, that, God. Not yeah. 95 being old. That's crazy to me. Like, what? That is they, had, they were born in, like, 2007 and 8 and shit. And I'm just like, huh? And That's I could be exaggerating. Matter of fact, no. One of the freshmen, she was born in 2007. I was like, huh? All right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and don't have my sister tell me what grade she's going to. Every year, my jaw drops to the floor because I can't believe it. Like, <laughs> she told me. <laughs> oh, well. She told me that. Uh, or I, I, it was sometime this summer. And I was like, oh, yeah. You ready for high school? And I caught myself and I said, high school? <laughs> what the hell? I said, no way you're about to go to high school, dude. No way. Oh, yeah. So. My back hurt you thinking about it. Jesus. Girl, I was crying when my sisters went away to college. I was crying. Oh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be crying as well. Oh my, I'm, I'm going to be crying. Okay, and so... <laughs> no, seriously. Um, I'll do, the, um, do one more. The, it says, do you, do you ever wish like you had someone older to go to, like an older sibling? Um... I actually have that mm-hmm. um, because I was technically the only child um, for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a lot of mentors and a lot of women in my life mm-hmm. that I could go to. Mm-hmm. Um, like my mom, she put me in a lot of programs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has helped me develop relationships and I feel like church also has something to do with that too because I was uh, when I went to this one church we had a youth group for, for girls only mm-hmm. um, and it was kind of like a big sister big sister little sister type of program mm-hmm. um, so it was really nice to develop those relationships so I do have somebody to actually that I could call big sister mm-hmm. um, but if I didn't have that I probably definitely would want that because mm-hmm. I feel like without their guidance um, I probably would be a different person like I'll shout out my sister Kat um, she actually ended up living with my parents for a minute too mm-hmm. and like she's really locked in <laughs> so uh, I talk to her about my problems all the time um, and she provides really good advice and really good answers and I feel like we help each other out because she's the only girl in her family mm-hmm. So she's like, I need a little sister. And of course, with me being the oldest girl, I'm like, I need a big sister. Mm. So, yeah, it, it works for us. I feel like when I was younger, I did wish that I had like an older sibling, but I don't never, I never really wished I had an older sister. I wished I had like an older brother, but probably like just on some protective type stuff. But then as I get older, um, a lot of people don't know like from shit practically from since my mama had me so um I want to say sixth grade I was basically living with my grandparents 
And then for seventh and eighth grade, I was like back and forth over my grandma's house and my mama's house. And then for high school, I fully started living with my mama. Um, Cause my mama had me when she was, she got pregnant with me at 20, she had me at 21. And I really don't know if my grandma like, just was like, give me her, come here, give me the, like, I don't know how that went. Um, But you know how grandparents are back in the day, like that's they, that be their baby. So, um... I didn't look at my, even though I grew up as my aunt, with my aunts as my sisters, I didn't look at them like that. But now as an adult, I do look at them like my older sisters. And I can always come to them and talk to them about stuff. And, and yeah, their, their kids call me their auntie. So, like, I, I see them as, like, them my sisters, they really are. And they're, like, they just turned 40. I'm 20. I'm about to be 30, like, in, in years. So, it's, like, 27, 40. That's technically not that, like, far. Because we, we, so, like, I, but I ain't think it, I didn't think of that until I got older. So. I was going to say, that's basically the distance between me and my sister. Like, when I think about it. Yeah. Like, when she, because we. Because I'll be 28. Like, like change yeah because huh? i'll be 28 and they're they're 40 so like that is kind of yeah. like yeah you're right there yeah like 12 years yeah yeah but mm. sure. being and, the older sibling is not for the week okay yeah. okay so then i want to kind of get into how was it i'll i'll let you go first how was it for you being the oldest child um, I'll, and you can even say, like, even to the, like, when she first was born, your little sister, and then, like, teen or whatever. Um, and I just want to clarify, like, you lived in a two-parent household, and then I lived in a single-parent household, and it was just my mom. And I know that when me and you have, like, our personal talks, we realize how some stuff was similar, but some stuff was kind of different. And those were, like, the reasons why it was different. Yeah, um, so one of my biggest flex, and I tell them this all the time, is as a black woman in America, I am proud to say um, that my parents have been married for, it will be 25 years this October 11th. I love Shout it. Out. Um, they will be renewing their vows in Mexico. Here we so Um, yes, pictures to come. Um, and they... I'm going to try not to get emotional, Kyra. Dang it. They have been my biggest blessing mm. in my life. And I mean that mm. with every fiber of my being. I do not take them for granted. Um, and I'm very proud of them. I am. As a couple and, you know, in the black household, um, it's not normal for um, not, not not necessarily normal. It's not common to have people in marriages lasting a long time. Mm-hmm. So when I say that they are my flex, I mean that. Um, and they and one thing I told my parents that I love so much about them is that they never made me feel like I had to grow up too fast. Ever. Mm-hmm. I was able to be a kid. I was able to stay in the kid's place. I got what I needed and what I wanted. And it was just overall great. Now, when my sister got into the picture, like I said, I already pretty much had my childhood. I was 10 
yep, I was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the day that she was born, like it was yesterday. Um, I remember I was in fifth grade, and I was, we was outside, and we was at our, at our second recess. I don't mm-hmm. know why I remember this day in detail, mm-hmm. but whatever. Um, and I remember I was playing, we was walking and talking and everything like that. And my teacher pulled me to the side and she was like, oh my God, I just got a call. Your mom just had your sister and you used to see her after school. Um, and I was so excited, um, because, um, if you ask my mom, she would tell me that I would literally pray for a sibling every single night. Like, Mm -hmm. Lord, please send your little brother or sister, please. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was really excited for her to come and I literally prayed for her to be here. So that is my heart, um, in human form. Um, don't tell her I told you told y'all that though, because then she'll get big at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, um so even though I would say yes, I felt like um like I have to be a third parent to her, but honestly, Y'all, I really don't, mm-hmm. um, because my parents got that. Like, I never was forced into babysitting. I never was forced to keep her or take her with me. They did what they were supposed to do as parents, because you know, a lot of people who have um, kids that far apart, mm-hmm. they make the child responsible for the for the other kids. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that experience. They. God mm-hmm. and I think a part of that reason is because I have a two parent household because it's a team. Mm-hmm. If mama's tired, oh, guess what? Daddy got to step up. Mm-hmm. If he's tired, guess what? Mama got to step up. And if they both tired, it made me want to step up because my sister still needs stuff. She can't do it for herself, so of course I'm gonna help. Um, and I feel like my sister really helped nurture, um, helped me with my nurturing. Um, and make me like really prepared to be a parent because I love kids. I love working with them. Um, and I, and I can hold a baby without being scared or anything of that nature. Mm. Um, so she really like kind of helped me become a nurturer, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and so that was just in her early years as a baby. Now, me and my sister again, we're ten years apart, so. With that being said, I was the one who was 20 years old arguing with a 10-year-old. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Because she is literally me. And it's scary Mm -hmm. (laughs) when I think about it sometimes. Because I'd be like, girl, can't even be mad at you. Because that is exactly what I would say Mm -hmm. to a teen. Um, And that's the exact face I would make. That's the exact tone I would have, literally. Um, So we have bumped heads a lot. And it was mostly because I was demanding respect from her. Because mm-hmm. um, she didn't see me that way. Like, you my sister. What? I don't have to respect you. I don't have to listen to you. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, no, you actually do. Because right. I, I'm running the show here. Um, so that is a lot of our arguments is that she doesn't see me as a parent or anything like that. But we've had talks and things of that nature. My mom's like, if me and your dad is not present, it's Nisha. Like, you gotta, it, that's just how it goes. Um, so it's gotten better over time. But, like, when I, especially when I was living under their roof, she would piss me off. Like, ugh. Hey, you would think about like, it like, damn. 
Like, I just keep thinking about how, how far y'all age are. Like, yeah. 20 and 10. It's crazy. Um, and, but I'm happy, though, mm-hmm. because I get to go through it first. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, even though I, I hate that for me, because um, I still have to just, like, kind of figure my stuff out. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that she now has a resource to be like, oh, let's talk about it first before you make that decision. Or, and, you know, the, the type of headspace that I'm in now, I wish that I could go back to, like, when I was 18, 19 years old with the things that I know now about business. Like, I'm trying to get her wheels turning about finding some passive income with things that she likes to do and really just starting building her up as a person. Um, so now that I have moved out, our relationship I I should I feel like I should talk to her more often via text. Mm-hmm. Um, but like she has just certain times where she could be on her phone and things like that. So mm-hmm. I and by the time I get ready to text her, I either forget and mm-hmm. she just gonna respond to it tomorrow mm-hmm. or, you know. Um so I could do a better job as a big sister reaching out to her, but I will say that our relationship is much stronger now. Like she wanna come over my house, she wanna come and hang out with me mm-hmm. um and i and i want her to come over just as much so i think that um as we get older and she starts to find out who she is as a person and start making more um adult decisions i'm pretty sure our relationship will get closer and closer and closer mm-hmm. because of the age difference um just because of the simple fact that i've already been through it yeah and i want her um to follow her heart no matter what and and I feel like that's just one of the things that I struggled with Mm -hmm. is I didn't follow my heart at first Mm -hmm. um and I want her to do that and I want her to and I want to show her um that it's more to life than just college as well Mm -hmm. there's more to life than just you know finding something um to go to school for and go sit behind the desk it's more to life than that um, and especially with like her time that she has, mm-hmm. we get her together. Um, but yeah, so that's that's basically a rundown of me and my sister. I love her so much, and I just can't wait to see who she is in a, as an adult. And I will say that it has been so fun to watch her grow up as mm-hmm. well because it's like I literally taught you how to walk, <laughs> and now we're having now we're having adult conversation. Well, not adult conversation more mature conversations mm. um so i just i can't wait for her to become like an adult adult like when she turned 18 um i'm praying to the lord that i'm in a better financial situation i'm taking my girls somewhere mm. and uh like you know how our parents always say oh i want you to be better than me i want you to have better things than me mm-hmm. and i feel like i can provide the better things for my sister mm-hmm. and i plan on doing that mm-hmm. so Yes. Very blessed to have my little sister. My bitty me. I feel like, um, me, um, I love the fact that, like, how you feel about your parents. And I really hope that whenever I have a kid that they feel that way about me. Because that's, like, what I want to, I want to give that. I don't want to ever put the responsibility on them. But, um, unfortunately, like, that's how it was with me. And I don't blame my mama because 
people switch up on you like you think you with somebody and you think they gonna do right by you they show you this person and then when something happens or when stuff get more serious and you get have a baby it don't work out that well so um my mom just like not to be putting her business out but I have a different dad. My two little sisters, they have the same dad. And so, he was kind of, he was there, but, like, not really. So, I had to, like, step in as the second parent. And it wasn't because it's something that I wanted to do. But I feel like my mama always, like, oh, it's just us. Or, like, asked me to do certain stuff. And then it was to the point where she had me doing so much stuff that I felt obligated to do it. And... Mm-hmm. Even I remember when I was, um, I would say like I was like 21, 22, and my little sisters, they were in high school. And like on Fridays, I was off, but on Fridays, I was always make sure at least, if I ain't do nothing else on Fridays, when I got paid, I would go get my nails done, go get my feet done, and get me something to eat. And when my sisters, when they got out of school, they would meet me up there, we would go to the Target, um and stuff like that and we would get an uber back to the house because this run time where i didn't have a car and so like my mama didn't send them out with no money stuff like that like i was buying them stuff i was doing this for them and then it was to the point where like as i got older i just got tired of everybody saying you know kyra gonna do this kyra gonna do this or ask kyra this or they feel like they can't ask my mama they can only ask me and it was like yeah i love y'all and yeah y'all can come to me but it's getting tiring because you asked me first before you even asked your mama so now it's like damn she you think she gonna say no or you don't even want to ask her you just want to ask me and i just got really tired of that and it was to the point where i felt like i don't know if it like i know i want to have kids but at that point of time i felt like i didn't know if i wanted to have kids because i'm already helping somebody I basically mm-hmm. helped my mama. So it was like, these is my kids, but it's not in a sense of like how right. how you was feeling like, oh, that's my sister, but that's my kid. I'm feeling like, oh my God, I already had kids. Now I don't know if I even want my own kids. Like, right. I was feeling like just a different type of way. But once I started going to therapy and I learned to set those boundaries and I learned how to say no without saying no explanation or no without feeling bad about it. Because when you really look at it, I'm not obligated to do nothing for you. And it kind of messed, it didn't mess up our relationship, but it messed up their way of thinking because they thought that because I'm their big sister, I have to do this when actually I don't have to do anything. But it was because of how things played out. That's, that's what they felt. And I'm like, well, if you if you feel like I got to do this for you, then, but when it comes to arguing and all this other stuff, you don't, you don't, like you said, like she wasn't respecting you as, as that adult and as that, you know, that older person. And then sometimes I will feel like, okay, y'all not respecting me as an adult, but y'all coming to me when y'all need other stuff because I am an adult and I could provide those things. So, um, I feel like as we got older, I just basically set my boundaries. Things have gotten better, like I said, for me saying no to anybody. No, I just don't want to do it. Because I used to be afraid to say no to a lot of people because I just didn't want them to be mad at me. 
or anything like that or i didn't want them to think i didn't care about them but i re- it was really hard for me to say no to my to my siblings but now i be like nope 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 i don't do that <laughs> No, you get a no, you get a no, you get a no. Okay, like, no, I don't want to do it. Um, But I kind of feel like if my mom would have had um, the help that she needed, the teamwork, like you were saying, like your mom and your dad are a team, then I wouldn't have been a team player. You know what I'm saying? I would have been able to be the kid and, and not feel as though I'm obligated to do something for my siblings because let's be for real, I'm not, I'm literally not. And even to this day, like, I tell my mama all the time, like, ma, like, no, them not my kids, them not my kids. Like, I have to tell that all the time. And then she going to this little sob story. Well, if something happened to me, if I died, then you're responsible. I said, ma, but you a laugh, so what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like why are you doing too much? Like, now you want to get into that. Okay, like, now you want to get into that, and I didn't even know what we talking about. Then she be like, if something happens to me, then you're my beneficiary. And I'm like, ma, okay. I'm like, okay, but that's not what we talking about. I'm just telling you that I'm not responsible for uh-huh. that. And then I kind of feel like another another thing I'm having to say behind my mom is that, like, she want to know all their business, like, where they going, where they at, this and that. And she be like, you're the oldest, you got to make sure they're okay. And I be like, they're fine, but guess what? I do know where they at, but I'm not telling you. You know why I'm not telling you? Because ask them. Because they are adults now, and you have to respect their boundaries that they're setting. Uh-huh. And you have to also trust them. You're not trusting them. So, it's me being the oldest, I feel like sometimes she be trying to pry information and stuff out of me. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, because I'm not finna mess up my trust with my own siblings. So, if they tell me where they at and they might not tell my mama, I'd be like, I don't, I'm like, I don't know where she at. But, yeah, I do know where she at. I'm just not telling you. Anything you want to know about them, to ask them because we are all adults now. Right. Um, But yeah. that's kind of like... Can I just on something real quick? Yeah. Like... I really hope that the parents listening that have kids that are a certain age apart Mm -hmm. is listening closely to the difference in this. Mm -hmm. Because so many parents are out here making their kids parents Mm -hmm. at a young age and it's not fair to that child Mm -hmm. because that child needs to be a child. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell this story um, and I'm pretty sure my parents don't care because we've overcome and we we are past that mm-hmm. keep and this is and i'm gonna say it again till i'm blue in the face keep a child in a child's place me and my when it was just me and my parents um we had a house fire mm-hmm. and um our our all of our belongings house burnt down okay crispy now i was about I want to say five or six years old, but it was significant to me because I remember my mom just being in a panic. She came, as soon as she found out, she came to that school and came and she got me. Mm -hmm. She was wearing this leather, long leather jacket, decked out. My mom was fly. Anyway, still is. If you know, you know. Okay. Um, But she... She came and she had tears in her eyes and she was just like, I'm just so grateful that you're here. I'm grateful that you're alive. All that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We, 
got the help that we needed. My mom, she handled her business. We had places to stay. We had got like hotel vouchers, things of that nature. Pirate, I thought I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. This is how well my parents messed up this problem. We were homeless. Mm-hmm. And you we had no idea. Homeless. I had no idea. I asked my dad consistently, Dad, we on vacation? Well, I would say vacation. <laughs> Are we on vacation? Because, and that's and that's what we have to do. We have to um, sensitize them. Because they shouldn't have There's- to be worried and stressed about that. They don't got nothing to do with them because they can't fix exactly. that. And I actually have, um, and I hate to bring up other stories but to as a tangent that the moral of that story is keep your child in a child's place mm-hmm. if they don't need to know about that if, if they can't fix the situation mm-hmm. do not tell them like they can't go out and get a job and pay your bills do not tell them what's going on with you unless you know y'all are in a rut you know what i'm saying or like it's real serious to where y'all it has something to do with them or if they have to go stay with a family member. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that is a bill that's overdue and they're asking, just don't keep them out of it. Leave them in a child's place. That is your responsibility. And it is your responsibility to take care of that child. Um, a prime example that I see is like, I have this cousin and she has a lot of kids, but they all take care of each other and she'd be out. Mm-mm. No, that is a child. That child needs to be able to have their own space. There is absolutely no way in the world that a child should know how to take care of a kid from start to finish as a kid. Mm-hmm. I think, personally. They should know how to clean their own selves up. But as, exactly. as far as another child, as another child, no. They shouldn't know what their routine is. That's your responsibility. And, of course, people have different circumstances. I understand things happen. I understand that people have to work or have the night shift or whatever. But well, going out, partying? No. Huh? I said, but going out, partying? No. Yeah, yeah. Like, being irresponsible like that? Absolutely not. That's not fair to that child. And y'all need to fix that because they're going to end up being adults and not want to do anything for anybody. And that maybe not even you. So, don't burn your child out child out at a young age because Mm -hmm. that will turn them into a very and i'm not saying being selfish is a problem because sometimes you need to be selfish Mm -hmm. but that will make them a selfish person that will be literally a part of their personality Mm -hmm. and that's not okay and luckily that didn't happen to me like i'm selfish to the point where like i i I make sure i'm good first because that's another thing that i noticed that i wasn't doing i wasn't making sure i was okay first because i always just made sure other people was okay before me but Mm -hmm. now there i'm telling y'all therapy is so good therapy is not for crazy people i used to be ashamed of saying that i went to therapy because i thought that people was going to think that i was crazy but i feel like every single body needs to go to therapy at least just once in their life you know what i'm saying like at least just once because you have a lot of childhood trauma that you might have not thought was trauma or you know what i'm saying so like i it's been plenty of times where i'm in the therapy session and i'm just like wait a minute so i feel like this because this happened to me when i was a kid and i didn't even know that like you know what i'm saying so like i was a um i was a people pleaser like i didn't want people to be mad at me like now i don't give no fun i don't care no no why because i said no like it's no reason because i don't want to and i don't have to so yeah 
I'm I'm selfish to the point where like make sure you good first. Then if you can go do that, then go do that. But don't put yourself last and put other people first. I still right. am a caring person. I still care for people, but you know. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely important. I feel like it just, it all ties into how they're going to be as an adult. Remember that you're shaping a little mind mm-hmm. to be a citizen and you don't want them to be a jackass. Exactly. Like, for real. And I don't mean to cut this segment short, y'all, but I ain't never seen this message. It only say 45 minutes, but look, it say the maximum recording time for this for segments is 60 minutes. Bye. I ain't never seen that before. <laughs> but y'all, okay. but content. Right. This is a good conversation. But y'all get what we seeing. Like, y'all see how it played a different part to where it's a two-parent household and a one-parent household. And even if it was... A, a single dad like in other kids like it could have still been similar like let your kids be a kid like you said let your kids stay in the kids place and it's not like to belittle them it's just like they shouldn't have certain responsibilities because it's just not they didn't have your kids you had your kids <laughs> like right um so yeah y'all so i hope y'all enjoyed this conversation and if y'all have like any opinions or anything like that, then you could definitely um, leave a voice message. I really want somebody to leave a voice message so bad so I could play it <laughs> because I be listening to this other podcast and uh, they um, listeners be sending in voice recordings sometimes. Like, mm. just do it, um, or you could just um, follow us on um, Instagram. I always got to plug. I got to, I feel like I'll be having to say my Instagram in a couple of times because y'all be forgetting. But go ahead and go follow London on the Beat Speaks. And then what is um your Instagram? Is it just Queen's Corner Podcast or is it Queen's Corner? It's Queen's Corner Podcast. Okay, so Queen's Corner Podcast. And like, let us know how y'all feel. And we're going to catch y'all in the next segment. Okay, y'all, so this is the What Would London Do? This is the advice segment. Again, when I get more listeners, y'all already know this is going to be where y'all can, like, send in, like, something to my emails, my messages, and y'all can, like, ask me and whoever I have on your question. Um, So, for now, I'll say my best piece of advice that I have is to celebrate your victories in life, even the small ones. It, I don't care if you drunk a gallon of water today like you should celebrate that like celebrate yourself that is my piece of advice my turn Mm -hmm. my piece of advice um and this is coming from my mom too she's always instilled this in me is to always put your best foot forward and do everything in excellence um you never know who is looking at you and who's taking notes so it is very important that you know you're putting your best foot forward in literally all aspects of your life mm-hmm. so stay ready so you ain't gotta get ready period i agree okay y'all so did you know segment um i can't remember where i got these from but it said, did you know that 90% of the U.S. money has cocaine on it? <laughs> it says either, <laughs> yes, either from exposure or drug use, 
A study revealed that 90% of the dollars circulating in the economy have cocaine on it. It says traces of cocaine were found reaching, it's really small, literally 0.0006 micrograms. Um, It says several thousand times smaller than salt. Um, It says the green dye that's on the money causes cocaine residue to stick to the bills. I I could believe that. That's crazy, Phil. That is insane. Yes. And oh my god, I you gonna flip you gonna flip the table when you hear this one. People okay. have tried to sue God. They're idiots. <laughs> so it says okay. that people have actually filed lawsuits against God for failure to keep people away from the devil and other harmful acts of God are quoted in most of these cases. Girl, they trying to sue God for giving for God giving them them own, their own will to do stuff. When I all of y'all are going to hell. Okay, when I seen that, I was like, "Are y'all for like? Are y'all for real? Like, clearly you must you must be insane if you feel like you could do that." Like one of those um one of those us uh, what are the cases? I want to read what happened. I'll, you know what? We cause can we we can Google the I'm sure we can Google the cases, but yeah. I'm gonna go find a link actually because that is crazy. And so the last one is: Did you know that your childhood high school shows were all shot in the same place? Our iCarly, Saved by the Bill, and That's the Raven were all shot in the same school. I did not notice that. I don't know why. Really? I, yes, they're all same school. Yep. So maybe they, they ch- change like the lockers or something like that. Cause I'm yeah. like, cause you know, you Bayside, you know, I, oh, I know some about some Death of Raven. That's my show. No, real talk. But do you think they also just kind of like just made it into a set? I think so. Same hallway. Yeah. I think it's the same set, like literally probably same location and they just changed like the scenery. But you want to know what is something? What? Well, they had to. But Raven's Home, I didn't really watch the other seasons because I didn't really care for it. But when Raven moved back home with her daddy because she had to take care of her daddy, I started back watching it because it was just giving me nostalgia. And, like, her son goes to Bayside. Her dad had a heart had a heart attack. It's like that. It's not bad. Okay. Especially the season when she went back home, honestly. Because her, she had to go back home because her dad had like a heart attack, so she had to come back home to help him. Um, but they kicked they kicked Chelsea and her son off. I don't know why. I love Chelsea. She probably was like, "I'm over this." Yeah, but you, of course, they they put another the person on there because she was the the slow. Oh, wait, please don't tell me they replaced Chelsea though. No, she's not on there at all. I forgot well, what they okay. I forgot what they said happened to her, but she's not on there. Aww. Yeah. Okay, y'all. So grind my gears. Last but not least, work. Work has been grinding my gears. I have not told y'all like all the details of what's going on, but it literally like I hate it there. Like I was fine. I walked in today. I get in the building. All of a sudden, my head is hurting. 
Like, I was just okay. Now my hair hurts because I'm coming up in here. But no, it's, it's, work has been really inconsistent. It has been like, I don't know. Like, literally, I don't know. When I walk in to work, it's a different thing. I feel like I'm being treated unfairly. And I literally cannot wait to find me a better location. Um, They got they got another thing coming for their ass because they keep on playing with me. But, um, <laughs> what grinds your gears? I know or, all about it. Okay. So, I'm just over here like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what about um, you? What grinds my gears is living in the Midwest because ain't no way it was just 80 degrees mm-hmm. seven days ago, but it's 50 degrees today. Cold. Bye. I don't, I don't want to deal with that. Like, bring summer back, please. Very Thank much you. cold. Very much cold. I'm just like, I'm just sitting here like, um, it was just hot, and now I gotta put on a, uh, you know, a heavy kind of jacket. Uh-huh. That's crazy to me. I don't, and it was just, it was like that last year, like the first day of fall. Fall came in full effect, and I'm just like, wow, chill on me. For real. I forgot that. Like, I, and I planned on having picnics. I was gonna have supposed to have plenty of picnics this in the summer, but I don't know what happened. Why I didn't do it? Like, I was supposed to have a picnic with like one of my friends and her daughter, one of my other friends. Like, I don't know why we didn't do it. <laughs> but hell, it's cold now. Yeah, anybody doing that? The most I'm doing outside activity is going to the park. Like, that's it. 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 Like, Maybe might go to a haunted house. I ain't been to a haunted house since I was nineteen. It maybe because <laughs> I'm scary. Me too. Will- That's why I haven't been since I was nineteen. And I was in college, and it wasn't that bad. But I don't know about all that. I honestly can't say. All these. Excuse me. y'all said it has come to an end but that's okay because if y'all haven't listened to the other episodes then y'all can go in and go listen to the other episodes okay so um we want to know what y'all think we want to know y'all feedback um how was it with for y'all being the older sibling if you are the older sibling and honestly i kind of want to know like even if you were the older sibling, i kind of want to know like how was it to be being the youngest how was it being like the middle child because they be saying the middle child be getting treated badly but i ain't gonna hold you one of my sister my sister please very much uh not forgotten like very much <laughs> spoiled so I don't know. I just want to know, like, how do y'all how do y'all feel about that? Again, y'all can um follow follow me on London to Be Speaks. That's on Instagram because I don't have any other uh, like social media platforms yet. And then you can follow Nisha on Queen's Corner Podcast, and that's she has she has a Facebook like page, Instagram, and then is that it? Facebook, yep, Instagram, and then what is your personal Instagram name if you want them to follow you on there? Yeah, my personal Instagram is I love Nisha underscore. Yep, and then mine is Boss Linda underscore. That's 
literally like perfect um and then if y'all want to send me something in the email london on the b90 I love Nisha underscore underscore. I have two. Okay. So if y'all want to send me something on the email, it's london90 at gmail.com. Y'all need to share this. Y'all need to, first of all, y'all need to go over on her podcast and y'all need to go listen to it. Because what we were talking about, um, what did you, what did you end up telling it? We were talking about like going to college, but not graduating. Did you uh-huh. did you title it? What did you title it? I named it um, Life Post Non-Grad. Ooh, that's good. I like that title. I like that title. So y'all can go over there and listen. Um, it's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Google Podcasts too, ain't it? Mm-hmm. I'm still mad about how Facebook just snatched it off because hey, I'm on... Because that's usually why I listen to it at. And I'm just like, um scroll 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 what the hell happened to the audio like, but that's okay because i still got viewings other in other places so yeah. it's fine yeah i just didn't like how they ain't do that with no warning forget you mark okay he be tripping <laughs> <laughs> but y'all yeah so i hope y'all enjoyed it i hope that whenever you listen to this you enjoy your day your night the rest of your week whatever and y'all definitely will see i keep on saying see me y'all will definitely hear me again on the next okay on the next podcast and i'll definitely have you on here plenty of other times we just gotta figure out what we're gonna talk about i want to do like video i really do want to do video that's why i keep on saying y'all gonna see me in the next podcast but eventually y'all will we can do a collab video on live or something like that period 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 okay y'all so see y'all or hear y'all is that even something (laughs) bye bye